In the previous episode, I shared with you some tools to help you to live your life. And then I decided, you know, I have to come and show you and remind you that you already have everything you need to live life. Now, this is not just a, a empty statement or an empty thing that I'm telling you. This is really the truth. And this is the reason why I am sharing this with you as well. So to learn more about this and to really understand that you already have everything that you need to live life, just continue listening after the intro. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Rise and Shine show. And today I'm sharing with you that you already have everything you need to live life. And this is not just an empty statement. This is really something that you already have. When you're born again, you already have this. You don't have to get anything more and you're not going to get anything more because you already have everything. And as we go along, I'm going to explain to you what I'm really saying and why this is so true and why this is so important for you and for me. And you may think at this point that I'm repeating myself. And you're actually right, I am. And the reason for this is because I know how important it is for you and for me to be reminded of these facts and these truths often. And yes, as I share this message with you, I'm also being reminded that these truths are true and I need to stay my course as well. So that's really the reason why I'm sharing this message with you. So please stay tuned. Now, This message is really coming to us from the second book of Peter or the letter of Peter, chapter one. And I'm going to read through the scripture with you and I'm going to explain to you how these truths are impacting your life, how it's impacting my life every single day. And you know, there's so many people that need to hear this. And the sad thing is there's so many people or so many people that's supposed to tell you and me about these things do not do it because they've maybe got different agendas. I don't know. But I'm sharing this with you because I know how important it is for me and for you to stay the course because if we do not stay the course, we stumble and fall. And you're going to see how you and I, through what I'm sharing with you today, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will understand that you stand and that you can stand. And that you do not have to get anything more, but that you have everything. And all you need is to build on what you have and then give it out. That's as simple as it is. So let's start here. Now, I'm going to share with you from the Amplified Bible, the classic edition because this really explains to us a little bit deeper and I'm going to explain as we go along as well. Now verse 1 of 2 Peter 1, the uh, Peter the apostle is writing this letter and he's telling us what we need to hear today and 
when I'm saying today, it doesn't matter whether you listen to it today or in 10 years time. This is a message for today, for every single day of our lives. Now, Peter is saying, he is a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to those who have received or obtained an equal privilege of like precious faith with ourselves, with the apostles, in and through the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, Peter, what are you saying here? Peter is saying here that you and I have received, not are going to receive. When you are born again, you have received equal privilege, an equal privilege of like precious faith. Now, what does that mean? In simple terms, it means that you and I have received exactly the same faith as the apostles received. Not a little bit more uh, more or a little bit less because you can't because God has given us the fullness of himself in us. And that's why uh, Peter can say, yeah, you have received exactly the same faith as we, the apostles. Isn't that an awesome privilege? But it's also a very important fact that you and I need to understand. And that's why I said in the beginning, you and I do not know or you and I do not need anything else. We have everything. And whatever we have, we just have to build on that by the help of Holy Spirit. Now, verse 2. May grace, which also means God's favor, and God's peace, which is perfect well-being, all necessary good, all prosperity and freedom from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts be multiplied to you in the full personal and precise and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Now this is also, just note here, um, Peter is saying here that through God's perfect peace, our perfect well-being is being multiplied to you and I. And why is this? So that we can get a full, personal, and precise and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. And that's really what we are saying. And this, if, when you uh, listen to the, to the previous message where I told you that you... Um, have all the tools or I actually shared with you a few tools so that you can live your life and here I'm just sharing with you a little bit deeper the tools that you already have and how you can use these tools to help you not to stumble and fall but I'm, I'm going myself um, ahead here so we will we'll specifically get to that then verse 3 for God's divine power has bestowed upon us all things that are requisite and suited to life and godliness. Exactly what I just told you. So here it's written, Peter says here, through God's divine power, he has bestowed, not going to bestow or maybe or we're not going to get it. He said we have already received this upon us all things that are needed for life and godliness through the full personal knowledge of him, of God, who called us by and to his own glory and excellence. 
Now, excellence here is an interesting word because it also means virtue or a very high moral standard. So God has really called you and me to his own glory and to his own excellence. That's really how you and I have been uh, born and how we have been created. When you're born again, you've been created and born again through the seed of God, this incorruptible seed. And you and I have been made in the image and in the likeness of God himself. It's such a privilege. It's such an honor. But you know, when you and I don't know it and we don't really know it and we don't walk in it, then it doesn't benefit God, it doesn't benefit you, it doesn't benefit me. And the reason why I say it doesn't benefit God, because God wants you and me to establish his kingdom here on the earth. That's why he's given us these things. And that's why it's so very important. And then verse 4, as we continue, it says, By means of these, by means of which? By means of God's own glory and excellence. God has bestowed on us, on you and me, and every born-again believer, his precious and exceedingly great promises. That's what God has already given us. And then he tells us why he's given us uh, these um, precious and exceedingly great promises. He says, so that through these precious and exceedingly great promises, you may escape from the moral decay which is the rottenness and the corruption that is in the world because of covetousness. And covetousness is just another word for lust and greed, so that we can become sharers or partakers of the divine nature. And you know, this is so important because most people don't want to go here. Most people don't want to tell you and they don't want me to know, especially not the enemy doesn't want us to know that we are actually partakers of the divine nature. And if you and I have the divine nature of God, then nothing is impossible for you and I. And that's exactly why this is so important that we understand these these truths and that we make it our own. And I trust that Holy Spirit is really transforming you at at this time so that you can really receive what I'm sharing with you here because of the importance of this. And... Then verse 5, he goes on, for this very reason, which reason? This re- the reason of becoming sharers and partakers of the divine nature. Adding your diligence. Now, what is diligence? Diligence is really to, to stick in there, to stay in there. So continue in that. Adding your diligence to the divine promises, you have a part to play in this this is important to note here you've got a part to play in this so this is not God that's just going to do this in you and for you yes he's doing the work but it's actually your responsibility and this is another thing that you must please listen to and don't run away at this point when I say you've got a part to play and you've got a responsibility because Peter is saying this and Holy Spirit is speaking through him and he's speaking through me to you and I'm speaking to myself as well Because you and I have a part to play. We've got a responsibility and God gave us the choice to choose yes or no. And I want you to choose yes for these things that God has already given you and I so that you can live an overcoming life. Now let's start from the beginning again. 
For this very reason, becoming sharers or partakers of the divine nature, adding your diligence to the divine promises, you have a part to play. Remember what I told you, you've got a part to play. Employ every effort in exercising your faith to develop virtue, which is excellence, and in exercising virtue, develop knowledge or intelligence. Now, let me just explain here a little bit. Now, when Peter says you employ every effort in exercising your faith, we've been learning that faith is everything. And you must just grow your faith or you must have great faith. But remember what we said, we received exactly the same faith that the apostles received. So we're not going to get any more faith. God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. So for us now to understand this, God wants us to use our faith to do certain things. And here he's teaching us how to really strengthen our faith, to build on our faith. And this is what we can do. And it's like in a gym. When you go to a gym and you want to uh, exercise your, your biceps, you specifically use those weights or the, the, the um, other equipment in the gym to exercise your muscles, your biceps, and which other uh, muscles you want to exercise. And this is exactly the same thing that he's saying here. You and I must employ every effort in exercising your faith so that we can develop. You see, it's a growing process so that we can develop knowledge and so that we can uh, develop intelligence. But then he doesn't stop there. He goes on and he says, in, in exercising knowledge, this is from verse 6, and in exercising knowledge, you develop self-control. Can you see how we're building on top of the knowledge? Now we gain self-control. And in exercising self-control, we develop steadfastness. Now what is steadfastness? Steadfastness is patience and it's endurance. And in exercising steadfastness, we develop godliness. And godliness is just another word for being set apart, being holy to God. Verse 7, and in exercising godliness, we develop brotherly affection or love and affection for the brothers, for the brothers and sisters in the faith. And in exercising brotherly affection, we develop Christian love. So this is sort of the ultimate. Through all these things, as we build on our faith, these things that, that uh, Peter is sharing with us here. So he says we have to um, exercise our faith to develop virtue, to de um, develop excellent our intelligence, knowledge, to develop self-control, to develop steadfastness, to develop godliness, to develop brotherly love, and finally, to develop Christian love. These are the building blocks. And if you can understand this, don't go and try and do it in your own strength. That's not what I'm saying. Ask God to help you with this. But I'm going to... Um, remind you of this often as we go along um, in this in this program I'm going to remind you often because I know how important this is for my own life in my own life and for yours as well and then Peter goes on in verse 80 says for these qualities 
the ones you and I just looked at, are yours and increasingly abound in you. So they, they increase as you and I live this kind of life and let our faith work and build on our faith. We increasingly allow it to abound in us. And they will keep you from being idle or unfruitful unto the full personal knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's really the reason why we did do this, so that we can really get into this deeper, stronger uh, fellowship and personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about, because when, when you love him and when you hear his voice, you know what to do. You even see the things before it comes, because he always shares with us the things before it happens, so that when it happens, you and I know that he told us. And that's how we start walking, not by sight, but by faith. I, I really trust that you grasp this because this is so precious. And you know, at this point, if you feel you want to share this message with someone, just share it with them. Share it with, with a family member or a friend, that someone that you know who need this or that can benefit by this. They may listen to it. They may not listen to it, but just share it so that people can, can also know. And remind yourself often and remind the people that you love about these facts as well. So let's go on. Verse 9. He says, For whoever lacks these qualities is blind. He's spiritually short-sighted and he's only seeing what is near to him and has become oblivious to the fact that he was cleansed from his old sins. So if you and I do not understand these things and we do not grasp these things, and if we lack these qualities, then we are really short-sighted. That's why it's so important, uh, this message that I'm sharing with you today. And that's why I know you also grasp this message. And verse 10, he says, Because of this, brethren, be all the more solicitous and eager to make sure your calling and election. For if you do this, this is why I'm saying this is so important. If you do these things, you will never stumble or fall. Do you want to stumble and fall? I don't want to. Yes, I do, but I don't want to. And here God is giving us through Peter and through his Holy Spirit, as I'm speaking to you now, he's giving us these things and he's helping us so that we can employ these things that he's uh, teaching us here, these truths, so that we will never stumble or fall. And then he goes on and he says, Thus, there will be richly and abundantly provided for you entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is so precious, man. He says, There will be richly and abundantly provided for you entry into the eternal kingdom. So that's what Jesus came to preach. And this is what Jesus came to give us an eternal kingdom, the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. And that's why he wants us to, to apply these principles to our lives so that we can build his kingdom here in the earth. Because he needs you. He needs me. He's done his part while he was here on the earth. He died. He rose again. And now you and I have the privilege to work so that he can work with us as he promised 
And then verse 12, he says, So I intend always to remind you. Remember what I said in the beginning of what I just said. I'm always going to remind you. And I'm going to remind myself. Because when I remind you, I remind myself as well. And words are so important. Because you and I are actually the prophets of our own lives. So when I speak these things, whether I just speak it to myself, whether I speak it to you and encourage you, I'm encouraging myself. And I'm making these these truths becoming real and more and more real in my life. So I intend always to remind you about these things, although indeed you know them. And there it is. So you may know these things. And yet you and I need to be reminded of it often. Although indeed you know them and are firm in the truth you now hold, I think it right as long as I am in this tabernacle, in this body, to stir you up by way of remembrance. This is really Peter's heart. He says this is so important. I'm going to stir you up all the time. I'm going to keep on reminding you. And then he even goes further. He says here in verse 15, he says, Moreover, I will diligently endeavor to see to it that even after my departure, even after his death, long after you may be listened to this message, you may be able at all times to call these things to mind so that you can remember them. This is what, what, what is Peter's heart. This is what's my heart for you because I know this is what, uh, what God, what's God's heart for you. And so this is why it's so preciously important. And these things you are hearing are really the truth. And I'm going to just um, quickly share with you the, these next few verses. Because just so that you can understand. It's not, not just me that's saying this. It's not just Peter that's saying this. Because here he even qualifies in verse 16. Or from verse 16 onwards. He says, for we were not following cleverly devised stories when we when we made known to you the power of and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Now where Peter, what he's referring to here is when he was there on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus. They saw how Jesus was transfigured. They heard the voice of God speaking to Jesus as he goes on here. For when Jesus was invested with honor and glory from God the Father and a voice was borne to him by the splendid majestic glory in the bright cloud that overshadowed him, saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased and delighted. And then Peter goes on, he says, We actually heard this voice born out of heaven, for we were together with him on the holy mountain. And we have the prophetic word made firmer still. You will do well to pay close attention to it as to a lamp shining in a dismal and dark place until the day, well, until the day breaks through and the morning star rises in your hearts. This is really uh, what Peter is saying here. He says, this is the evidence. I'm not just speaking to you and something that's just out there. This is really something that happened, that I witnessed. And I trust that you will uh, see this message and hear this message in the same light, the same importance. And remember, I'm going to remind you often, and I'm going to remind myself often of these truths. And I'm applying it in my life. I'm a um, employing myself in really building upon my faith. 
Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and I trust that you will take this message and that you will apply it in your life and that you will really experience the love and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.